Welcome today in the power of daily regeneration and time with God, the drip hose method of renewal. In my conversations with many professional Christian women, servant leaders, caregivers, I hear and see a pattern around self-care and regeneration. See if this applies to you. In the midst of multitasking, juggling work, family, church, helping, volunteering, there's no time to regenerate and do self-care. And if finally they decide, okay, it's time for me to do something, they feel a need to have a block of time, lots of time to complete and renew. And occasionally they might find that block of time, although many times it's postponed and past due, but sooner rather than later, they're caught up again in the treadmill of life and they have to postpone self-care and regeneration over and over again. So invariably, they end up postponing regeneration. But the curious thing is this, by doing that, right, they made a commitment initially, I'm going to do this, I want to regenerate, I want to put the time block. But then actually not having time to do this, they subconsciously start feeling that they're weak, they're lacking willpower, that they're not worthy And if they want to renew somehow, that creeps in, they're egotistical or feel guilty. And they see others being able to do and regenerate, and there must be something wrong with them. They start believing that, and that feeling pulls us away from God. And if this is you, I want to share that this is common, because many times what I bring in here are common threads that I see in professional Christian women and servant leaders, so that we realize that we're not alone. Actually, this is common. We want to bring light to it because there's no way to change if all those thoughts in the subconscious are going to just stay in there. We need to capture them in Christ, so to speak. So if this is you, we're going to fix this today in this mini training, and I'm going to share my key principle that has helped not only me, but many, many people. And if you're really ready to embrace this principle and decide to commit to it, you'll be able to move forward past this block. And if you are regular in this space, I want to welcome you back. And I would love to hear from you. And if you want to chat in and say hello. And if you're new, a warm welcome. I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And I love helping and coaching amazing professional Christian women and servant leaders, the murmuring women of our time, so that we can regenerate, we can experience God on a daily basis, and also move past grief and losses towards hope and release, and also transform towards highest potential. So all those three elements are kind of baked in in how I coach and help Christian women so that together we could continue to serve others with joy, with energy, and that peace that surpasses all understanding. And if you know other murdering women in our time, feel free to share this video and spread the word in order so we can all connect and also increase our consciousness in God, because the world needs you, a renewed and joyful and really impactful and empowered you. So with that, let's dive in. Before I was finally able to immunize myself against burnout, so to speak, I like to call it this way, by applying and developing my renewal blueprint and renewal in action principles, I was doing exactly this. I was pushing 
pushing myself. And in my mind, I had this unhelpful mindset that if I can only wait and pull through it, whatever the project was, and it was a no ending to this, there's always a project coming out, I can finally regenerate and all is well. And actually, many people have this belief. And I actually applaud the logic of it. It's kind of logical, but it's not really working. And I'll explain why is it not working, especially for Christian women. This wise mindset has been driven by our culture. And I've seen it also in corporate America. But it's sipped through our culture that we are going to just keep working, working, working hard. And then we're going to relax. In other words, work hard and then play hard. But for Christian women who love to serve and connect and give to others, and there's no end to the needs that others have for us, for our time, for compassion, for our efforts, for our talents, this can actually lead to devastating effects and like burnout and a sense of loss of self, a sense of a background negative thoughts and emotion, the self-criticism, a very pervasive and subtle unworthiness that feels like it's not going anywhere. And it's actually driven by a conditioned perfectionism and striving, which is what it's sipped in our culture. Strive, go, 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 go. You have to make it perfect. You have to be good. You have to complete everything. And then you take care of yourself. Otherwise, you're not really taking care of your responsibilities. Mind you, that as Christian women, we take a lot of responsibilities. So how does this apply to you and me and regeneration and the sense of oneness, which we long so much for? So let me break it down for you. I'll break the down the steps. This time, I'll break down the steps of the thinking that goes in the background of our consciousness because we need to catch it. You know, when Christ said, capture your thoughts, I'm going to lay out for you what happened to me and what happened with so many women. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to bring this message today so we can learn, so we can catch it when it happens. And I'll give you the alternative, all right? Otherwise, we're so busy giving and caring for others that we don't even have time to think, to really hear what's happening in the background. All right, so here's what happens. It starts with this widespread cultural belief that I shared before, that we just need to push, push, and strive. And then later, we take time for ourselves. So pretty much the project mentality that we have from work, we apply it then also to self-care. It becomes a project, especially that many times we hear things from exercise or from walking. We have to walk a certain number of steps per day. We have to exercise a certain amount of minutes a day. We have to keep our prayer rule. And that includes this prayer and this prayer and that prayer and the reading the scripture. So we create this package, so to speak, and it becomes a project. So we have to put it on our to-do list and a schedule. And mind you, we want to put activities on our to-do schedule. Don't get me wrong, but this is a subtle difference. Regeneration is more than that, is more than just doing. I've shared this in other episodes. It's about also being and being with God. And that is not a project but I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. So we first have this mindset. It's kind of in the background. And then finally, we want that block of time where we can regenerate. So we look for it and hopefully we find it, right? And we're just like a thirsty plant and anything will be feel so good 
So we plan the regeneration. If we're lucky, we actually do it. If we have the time, amazing. And we feel in the break, I'm great. I'm doing it. Finally, I'm going to get regenerated. I'm not going to let burnout happen to me, right? For example, I used to feel so refreshed after vacation or staying at a monastery or my favorite places at the beach. And I probably you did too. You have your own regenerating times. And during this regenerating times, many times we have insights from God or we learn from other people. We learn some lessons. We get some nuggets. So then we promise to ourselves that we're going to follow. We're going to follow the direction that whatever insights we've got and we're going to regenerate and we're going to do this step one, step two, step three. And But it becomes fixed, right? So then we think, oh, that's what I need. Let me block my next time. And maybe I take a day off or the weekend, whatever. I need this structure. And it's true. There is a need for structure. But hear me out here. There is a difference between structure and fixed structure. Flexible structure or fixed structure. Let's say if I say I need to exercise every day and I'm going to do it 30 minutes every day. And if not, if I don't have time, guess what? We usually tend to do Christian women. Oh, I'll do it later. Let me let me take care of my friends, my family, my work, my church, right? So we do that. That's a fixed structure. But if I say, you know what? I'm going to exercise today no matter what. And if I don't have time, I'll do it for a few minutes. So that's the difference between fixed and flexible structure. But many times we tend to think in very fixed structures. Oh, I need to do it this way because this is what worked in this moment. Then I'll have to repeat it and do it. But we make the plans. And this is where perfectionism and striving sometimes takes over. And this time we want to do it in a specific way. You we start planning. Let's put in our calendar. We try, right? Or many times if a day is really busy, we're going to skip the last thing on our bottom of our to-do list. Or you might just coming back from a vacation or retreat, you might just just drop it all together because you're just bombarded. You're so busy anyway. You might have tons of emails and the work is just piled up while you're away. So, but let's say you are recharged and there is a sense of, yeah, I can do this. I'm happy you have your blocks, you have your fixed schedule. And then guess what? The more recharged you are, the more we either throw ourselves into more helping, more volunteering or more opportunities. Fear of missing out is a real thing. And Christian women, we fall for this so much because it's so exciting. We can help. Is this opportunity? Or even if we don't do that, if we're regenerated and calm and smiling and happy and joyful, people will be drawn to you and me. And then more and more and more doors are going to be open. So then we do it. We say yes to more things. And for a while, we might feel good in balance. I can give. But this only lasts for a few months. Type in the chat if you notice this kind of cycle, that it feels good. And then all of a sudden, whoa, hold on. I'm back square one, right? This has lasted for a few months, maybe a year for lucky, or depending what we do, maybe just a few weeks or a few days, right? So then the cycle is back. And then, oh, I need to push again. I need to strive again. I need to just, let me just finish this project. And then I would really start. But then again, our background, the perfectionistic side of us is not going to be happy. It is going to say, mm, you're not keeping your word. Mm, you're not taking care of yourself. And then becomes we become worthy. Why other people can take care of their health, their exercise, their prayer life, and I cannot, right? 
And that only brings even more stressful energy in our inner system. It saps the energy. To have all this running commentaries in the background, it's very draining. Been there, done that. So it brings more stressness and tiredness and feeling overwhelmed. And we want even more to regenerate. So see how the cycle keeps going. And this is why so many people, but the Christian women in particular, stay on this treadmill and feel never caught up never caught up with their regeneration, never caught up with their soul, never caught up really to what's really meaningful and important because we're so, so busy. And if I didn't say this often enough, I'm going to say it again. I want to remind you that this is actually very common, that in my 30 years of professional expertise, I don't know, I probably talked with 15, 20,000 people in very but not like, okay, we will talk with many people. I actually have people talk and share their deepest concerns, right? Their deepest worries, their deepest fears. So this does not happen in day-to-day conversations, right? It, it takes a special kind of place to be really able to hear this. So I'm here to say that this is common. And I also saw it in me. Like it was, it's unbelievable. So it's time to stop this cycle. Are you ready? All right, if you are, here it is. There are two ways to address this. One way is not to get on the treadmill in the first place or to hop off from it. And I mean here very globally when I'm thinking of the treadmill is like being in the world, but not off the world. Many Christians want this, Christian women particularly. We want to be in the world, but not off this world. So one way to get completely disengaged is to stop being on a treadmill. This cycle of the projects, right? So this is what happened with monastics. And when they do, when they enter the monastery or they go to the desert, it's away from this kind of cycle of engagement with the world that is just pulling us constantly into all sorts of cycles, right? It's a conscious choice for monastics. And if this is you, you're a monastic hearing this, I want to just welcome you and say, oh, this is so lovely. What a beautiful vocation. Not everyone is called to this vocation. I would say if that would be the case, there will not be a next generation. Most of us are called to contribute in our with our gifts in our day-to-day existence, raise families, teach the next generation, and do all sorts of amazing things in the world. So I want to name that, that this is a very beautiful calling as well. There is not, in all my theological studies, there is not a right or wrong way to have a vocation. There's not like one is higher than the other or vice versa. They're all similar. It just means that God created us in different ways. And the whatever we are created, we are fulfilling our mission and our purpose. So we stay, so to speak, on the treadmill. We stay in the world, but we can do a couple of things that could be very, very helpful. And what I mean by that, we actually have more power than we think, that we can adjust the speed of the treadmill, all right? So if we adjust the speed, make it less fast that we can, and that's an important goal, you actually have time to breathe, enjoy life and God and exercise and pray and do all of that, right? Being in the world, but not off the world. I think that's the way I see it in 21st century, especially for Christian women. It doesn't mean that we have to let go of our families 
and all our responsibilities, but it does mean some discernment when to stop saying no, okay? Not taking more in. So if you if you notice that you're doing this cycle, the first nugget for today is you're going to start thinking about, am I overcommitted? And maybe there's several commitments that you cannot let go right now. And that's okay. I want you to be responsible, but I want you to think through what else can you not take on? All right, so that's first point for today. The second point for today is that we can actually regenerate every day in small drops. And that's what I teach in my one-to-one. I teach in the group life coaching and my spiritual care and the membership program. So this is your sister. This is the good news. While we might not be able to control all the speed of the treadmill, sometimes we can, sometimes we don't. But let's say you don't, you can still start regenerating on a daily basis. But we need to talk with that perfectionistic and striver part of ourselves, so to speak. So that's what I'm going to share today in more detail, because this is the foundational principle that you're going to make a commitment starting today, starting right now, that you are going to regenerate every day. And I'm going to teach you how to do it right now. I'm going to tell you the key foundational principle. So, and you are not going to postpone it. So when you start thinking about, oh, I need to exercise. Here is, I need an hour or half an hour to do this. That's the thought that you're going to capture. This is when you're going to realize, oh, wait a minute. This is what keeps me in this loop right? Because it's coming from this idea and mindset that we need to regenerate only in this certain way for whatever reason, right? Either because it helped you in the past or someone else told you, I'm here to say that we have more wisdom and all this can be done in a much more flexible way. All right. So if you make the commitment today that you are going to regenerate every day, and I'll teach you how, then you don't have to have this block and you don't have to go on the high speed of the treadmill, so to speak, right? Because it saps your energy. So here is a key principle in regeneration and also for spiritual and psychological growth. I think especially for Christian women, it's better when we do it in a gentle way because of our gentle nature. It doesn't mean we're not powerful and we're not decisive and we're not ready for action. Absolutely not. We are. And in the same time, we're also more in touch with the softness and empathy and compassion, and we want to bring that inside. So changes that are done in a smaller steps, in a gentler ways, are usually more beneficial, unless obviously if it's a acute emergency, right? And we need doctor's orders. We got to do this or that. But I'm talking about here how to start developing your immune system, so to speak, so you prevent burnout to begin with, all right? So time with God, regeneration, self-care, and finding your soul, staying with yourself. It's not a project. This is really key. If you're multitasking, you want to come back again to really sip through this, not on your conscious mind, but also let it sink in your subconscious. Time with God, regeneration, self-care, soul care. It's not a project because it doesn't have a start, a beginning, and an end. And sometimes we misunderstand this because we go to church on Sunday and we might have some other services, which is a beginning, the middle and the end. But our existence, it's continuous until we die. So, and then we go into eternal life and even afterwards, right? That's the good news of Christ, that we have a continuous life in God. So it's not a project. So because of this, 
We have to realize and really sink this into our subconscious. Say this to yourself many times a day. The subconscious needs kind of several weeks, okay, for to get this. This regeneration and time of God is an ongoing day-by-day experience. And we need to capture the thought, as I mentioned earlier, that would say, oh, I'll do it later. I'll regenerate later. I cannot pray for 30 minutes, so I'll do it uh, in the evening. Well, who, who knows what's going to happen in the evening? So you got to capture that thought. And when that happens, you're going to pause and say, oh, Thank you, thought. Yes, I'm really busy, but I will do something. Five, 10 minutes. I will regenerate right now, okay? Or in a half an hour. Don't postpone it more than a, an hour or so. And this is when you capture that, you realize that you have a choice because going on the cycle, as I mentioned before, over and over and over, is not working. It hasn't worked for me. hasn't worked for many, many people. It's just not working. It's a great sentiment, but not for Christian women that are givers and they want to help support everyone around them. So don't wait because today is all we have. We don't really, really know, right? What's going to happen tomorrow. And we need to be whole with God. We need to do this every day because no matter how imperfect it is, done is better than perfect. And when I used to teach my motto, and it was such a flow of endless flow of papers and grades and planning lessons and teaching and supporting my students and their families. And when I would get really, really perfectionistic and critical about whatever I had to do, I realized that 70, 80% is better moving forward. I'm helping and guiding, right? It really helped me to discern what's most important here. What's most important are those kids that I'm teaching. Not that my lesson needs to be perfect. It's the same with regeneration. I would lower the bar even more. I would say 20 to 30%, it's totally better than perfect because it gets us off this cycles and it keeps the treadmill low the speed of the treadmill on a lower level. So today can take small steps to regenerate. And this is my unique renewal blueprint. This, uh, the foundation of this is this, right? That we can do this in smaller steps, four times a day, body, mind, heart, and soul. And I will leave you with a, with a metaphor, because I think this will be really helpful to remember when you capture that thought that, oh, I need to postpone because I need to make my regeneration perfect. All right. I love gardening and you probably might do too. I don't know. Type in the chat. With gardening, if we would have all the time, I love to plant, plant. I have lots of, my garden is full of plants. God bless Sebastian, my husband. He loves to to water. He has a different structure of his mind. He's a man. He thinks differently. And he loves to actually water the plants. And that for him is regenerative. It's meditative. For me, because I'm so focused on caring and helping others, that will take me away. So I love, if I would have to do it myself, I would totally do the drip hose method. And I use that for a renewal, this metaphor. So have you seen those drip hoses? You put them around the roots of a plant and then you let the water come through it. And then little by little, they are going to get the water. It takes longer. So that's what I want you to think about regeneration. All right. Then you choose the drip hose method. So I encourage you to consider this and regenerate every day and make a commitment today that you're going to capture that thought. And when it happens, don't fight it. Okay. No, we don't have to be more mean or shame ourselves. You just want to, oh, here's a thought. It's not working. It's not helpful. 
I can replace it with a more helpful method, which is this one that I shared with you. And you have also the metaphor because sometimes the images will come into our mind much easier. So sprinkle your regeneration in time with God and commit not to judge yourself if it's not perfect. Okay. So you might wonder, oh, that's a great sentiment. Joanna. how do I do this? Well, here's how we do it. Every part, every reaction of us, they love to have a job. So the perfectionistic part of ourselves needs to get job done. It just needs a task. So the task we're shifting now in this mindset, instead of saying, I need to, let's say, exercise for half an hour, I need to pray for 20 minutes in the morning or whatever your routine is, we're shifting the job saying the focus should be on regenerating four times a day, no matter how short or long, right? So if you do it for five, 10 minutes, that's great. If you do it for 30 minutes, that's great. The goal is not the length, but it's actually the rhythmicity, the rhythm, keeping the beat, so to speak. So see if you can let this sink in your consciousness and invite your perfectionistic side, so to speak, the striver to realize that number one, regeneration and connection with God, it's an ongoing process, it's not a project. And two, this benchmark, the stick, so to speak, is not how long are we regenerating, but the fact that we're doing in a rhythmical way, four times a day. So I really invite you to do it. And this is how you're going to do it. You wake up in the morning, you look at your calendar and you say, well, is this a really busy day? Or things might shift in the middle. Then when it's time to regenerate, let's say morning, you do it. You really have to get going, then just do it for 10 minutes. But if you have the time, do it for longer. And then the same in the middle of the day. If the middle of the day is really busy, don't skip it. Do take a break and it could be five, 10 minutes and you can walk a bit. You can do whatever your routine is. You can pray, you can be with God, right? But do it regularly. The same thing at the end of the day and the same thing at night, body, mind, heart, and soul. So I hope this makes sense. And I would love if you feel inspired to really shift this mindset to commit and type in the chat. Let's see who is here ready to commit. It's a small step that if you can do today and then you can decide i gave you the tools how to think about this and then try to keep track see if you can find someone to keep you accountable so then you can do it or keep yourself accountable or post it on social if you'd like so i can support you and if you want some guidance also on you might be wondering well how do i actually do this morning midday afternoon body mind heart and soul if this sounds complicated it's actually not that complicated and i actually created a resource for you that you have access for free i call it the daily renewal template for professional christian women and caregivers so you can find the link under the video you can just i've you might have had it in the past. I actually updated it. So feel free to grab your updated version for Christian women in particular. So you can start creating that and really do those drips every day, every day, four times a day. All right. And if you have questions, type them in the chat as well. All right. So with that, thank you so much for all you're doing. And I want to send you lots of prayers and blessing. And I'll end with the prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for today and for this message. I've seen so much hurt in my life in, for myself, but for many, many other people. And I 
really keep Christian women really dear to my heart. I know you really opened this to me in my consciousness to really support Christian women. So I pray for all of them, for all our Murbury women in our century, and for everyone who we are supporting so that they can grow and they can continue to be nourished by you and regenerated so they can give with joy, with energy, and the peace that surpasses all understanding. So with that, thank you so much for being here and spread the word about this method of thinking about regeneration and time with God. I use this as well with the seminarians and the students in a Holy Cross and with many of my clients. So I want you to benefit from this. And with that, I say goodbye for now.